when you can find something that you are passionate about, regardless of what it costs you, it makes you feel fulfilled. Much like in a startup. Yes, man. And, and let's get some of our old soldiers back out. Musicians to be professional. They know how to talk. To help them wake up happy. It's not about a rectangle and a price. Hi, right, y'all. We're tuning in for another episode of Bank That Radio Show. My third interview for 2024. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Y'all make sure y'all always support everybody that we bring on the platform. But today we have A.B. Ogini. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well get done. Those, <laughs> get those names right. And A.B. is a fascinating person, a lifelong singer who has been speaking and writing songs since her teenage years. So that's a lot of uh, experience and um, a lot of wisdom, a lot of um, a lot of, I would say, a variety of things, because as a independent artist, independent artists, I know y'all go through a lot of stuff. So A.B., I uh, I want to get into it a little bit, and then um, also I think uh, did you write as well a book or anything? Or I did. That's, oh, okay. that's the <laughs> so I wrote a book. Just came out last year, December actually, twenty twenty three, December, called mm-hmm. "Crush Your Passion, Uncover Your Calling." See exactly. So uh, a lot of multitude, multifaceted person. Um, I tend to realize. Uh, creatives right we all have something in common so i, I like to tell people I'm a, I'm a little bit of a hybrid i'm business and i'm creative and i mix the two together um now i've experienced where a lot of creatives are not business oriented um they have to be taught in that uh realm but i do like the fact that creatives just in general they create and they create in multiple lanes so you might start out with music and then you master that and then you move on to something else. Sometimes, you know, they go to acting and producing and then also as an author and being able to just take things that are intangible and make them tangible. I love yeah. the fact that creatives uh, can do that. And, you know, when you allow creatives to, you know, function in their space, I think you get the best results possible. Absolutely. I agree. So, I agree. So tell us a little bit about your journey, you know, what got you started and, you know, why even like go down that road of creativity and music and, you know, then eventually becoming an author? Yeah. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much for having me here. Um, <laughs> now I thought I was just going to be a pediatrician, you know, um, okay. singing has always been something that I loved doing. I was certainly passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I started singing as what, like a very little kid, my first <laughs> solo in church was at six years of age. Um, okay. I thought I was just always going to do it in church. I never thought mm-hmm. about doing it professionally. Mm-hmm. And I was a pediatrician, and I thought that was just that my life's <laughs> purpose, yeah. you know. Um, and then the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. and 
you know, the way everyone went back to doing things they loved, to mm-hmm. doing things that fed their soul, maybe things they had pushed to the side. Um, and for me, that was my music. So I started to write again. I started to really get back into the music community. Mm-hmm. And still, I thought it was just for fun. It was something mm-hmm. that fed my soul. Um but then I started to feel like I could do more with it. I started to feel like um, I was called to it. And I essentially had an experience where I went to bed as a full-time pediatrician and mm-hmm. woke up the next morning thinking, okay, I'm going to start doing this professionally. It was, it was some sort of uh, okay. encounter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I can only call it a God encounter because Mm. it was like a switch just went off in my head. Yeah. And I suddenly realized that this gift Mm. wasn't just for my enjoyment and this gift of songwriting and the songs that I had written weren't just for me, but they were for other people to hear. So I essentially, um, started to learn about the music industry and I started to learn about how to get my music produced professionally and how to, you know, to release and promote my music. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's been an incredible journey starting from 2021. Um, My first album came out in 2022 Mm -hmm. and I released another EP last year and I'm starting to do a uh, an album around mental health this year. Okay. And now, how did I become an author? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, when I started to learn about the music industry, how to get my music produced, how to grow my music business, mm-hmm. I started to work with coaches and learn how um, successful artists had done this how do i monetize it because i quickly realized that this was almost an impossible business to do (laughs) when someone had a business (laughs) they had products that they Uh, would offer to to people uh, and people would come and buy their products and hopefully mm -hmm. they would make a profit that will help them grow their business right musicians do nothing like that especially when we are starting out because when we're starting out you can spend as much as a thousand pounds to produce a song put it everywhere and you actually pay also to put it everywhere and people listen to these songs for free Mm -hmm. (laughs) sure you could get royalties you know but I mean, what are those? Not point, not not three. You know, they're like it's less than a penny. It's a fraction of a penny. Mm-hmm. So essentially, as artists, we run a business that I can't really call it a business because people enjoy our products for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started to learn about how to make this work, how to monetize, how to get the funds that I needed, and this set me down a pathway. Mm. of learning but also helping other artists do it as well right Mm. um so some of the ways that i monetize is by coaching Mm -hmm. um i'm the sort of person who 
if I wanted to do something, I would go all in. I would learn how to do it well. Mm-hmm. And and this is a big commitment for me because I'm a mom of two kids that are quite young, two under 10. Mm-hmm. I'm married. I was a full-time pediatrician. Mm-hmm. I had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But I not only started to learn how to produce music and actually release it, I had to start learning how to promote it. And I started to learn how to actually grow a business and monetize. Then I started to learn how to coach and get clients. So so it's been a real journey. But the reason why I made such a huge commitment and followed through Mm -hmm. is because I realized that all of this is linked to my calling. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of money, took a lot of energy Mm -hmm. um, on my part, but it brought me an amazing sense of fulfillment. And that's where I'm going. Because when you can find your calling, Mm -hmm. when you can find something that you are passionate about, regardless of what it costs you, it makes you feel fulfilled. It makes Mm -hmm. you feel alive. And essentially for you, it's Mm -hmm. worth it. Yes. Because it brings you so much sense Mm -hmm. of a purpose. That feeling of this is what I was born to do. Mm -hmm. This is my reason for being. Mm -hmm. The fact that whatever you're doing is actually helping people. Yeah. It's serving, solving a need and serving actual people. And you can see the growth. You can see the change. You can see the trajectory. You can see the impact you're making. Yeah. So that's how all of this started. Um, feeling called to it and and just walking the path. <laughs> yeah. it's, been, it's been an incredible journey. So yeah. this mm-hmm. book called um, Fulfill, your, Fulfill Your Calling, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Pursue Your Passion, Uncover Your Calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this book is a pathway mm-hmm. that I've walked um, to go from being a full-time pediatrician Mm-hmm. to being an artist, mm-hmm. a coach, a um, speaker, mm-hmm. um, my, having my own podcast, a podcaster, mm-hmm. and a musicpreneur, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. All the while still running a busy household. Mm-hmm. And essentially is to let people know that if you have a dream, something you're feeling called to do, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how busy you are. It doesn't matter how how much under-resourced you feel. I don't have the funds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in the red, you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. All of that doesn't matter because there was a pathway that I took mm-hmm. to get me where I am and they can do it as well. Exactly. You know, uh, I say things like that. I love what you're talking about because I speak that same thing here. Um, uh, just a little side note, you're in the UK right now, correct? Yes, I am. What what time is it there? It is 2.20 in the afternoon. In the afternoon, <laughs> yeah. So it's 9.20 here a.m. <laughs> I'm on Eastern Standard Time here in Georgia in the United States. Um, 
So uh, the reason I brought that up is because you said, you know, you have a passion, you'll do what you want to do to feel fulfilled, to get fulfilled, right? And follow your passion. I've been following mine for like a good minute now. And mm. I've seen the growth of my platform. I've seen it um, evolve into not just podcasting, but also like I do commercials for folks. I do uh, production. I've shot other people's podcasts. I teach classes on how to get your podcast going and monetize it, all that stuff or whatever. So it's grown into this thing. And to go back to your point of you'll do what you uh, want to do. Like this morning, I was running behind. Like I literally woke up. I cooked dinner <laughs> for this evening already. Wow. <laughs> just, so really can here, uh -huh, just so I can get here on time. I was like, oh, I got me a nine o'clock interview this morning. I got to make sure I'm there on time. I don't want nobody thinking that, you know, I'm not punctual or anything like that. Or that I'm wasting their time because I know how this industry is. Um, as podcasters, and I'm sure you've dealt with this as well. Some people treat it like a hobby. Other people treat it like a business and a profession that uh, it is. And the ones that treat it like a hobby make it uh, when you interact with somebody who treats it like a profession, they, uh, you know, leave a little sour taste in your mouth and stuff like that. I don't like when people are late or don't won't give me an explanation or something or won't even like show up to the show. I'm like, I've had cancellations at the last minute and not even consider or not showing up at all um so this is my calling i know this is what i'm supposed to be doing um i've touched a lot of people like you said um and i've gotten that feedback and i didn't realize until i went through a personal situation where people i, I showed my vulnerability and people poured into me wow. more than i was uh anticipating i didn't the level of support in them like connecting to me i didn't realize and then I've touched so many people that I didn't realize I touched that many people. Wow. So I was like, wow, this is, this is really amazing. The fact that, you know, people keep telling me, uh, keep going, keep going. They're like, we see you doing big things. Um, you know, uh, they like all the different guests that I bring on. Cause we have these very thoughtful invoking conversations and the guests are dropping gems, I'm dropping gems. We're all saying the same thing, just might, you know, say different words. So I definitely get it. So let's dive into um, when uh, I like, you know, some of the questions that you're able to answer. And you already answered this by saying coaching, but how to grow and monetize your audience. Right. Because I see that here and I'm sure you see that in the UK as well. Um, there's this disconnect between some artists understanding how to incorporate themselves into a business and make a business around themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, so you already said coaching was one thing and, you know, yeah. products, but like, what are some things, some other things that independent artists or emerging artists can do that way they can actually keep pursuing their craft and getting better at their craft and support them financially. Yes, such a good question. And this is one of the reasons why I do what I do with my mm -hmm. coaching. It's mm -hmm. actually help people come up with a personalized plan for mm -hmm. them. Because so, we all have different strengths. We all have different skills. We all have different degrees. Some of us went to, went to school or college mm -hmm. or uni, while some people didn't. Doesn't mean that you do not have experience from life. So there is a lot of value in each and every person they just need to recognize it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. every one of us mm -hmm. has tremendous value on the inside mm -hmm. you can help people 
you can solve problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I go through this in my book a lot. I go through a pathway, a series of questions, a series of journaling prompts mm-hmm. that can help you realize the different options you have mm-hmm. that you can monetize. Okay. So I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this came real easy for me. I, I tell people that one of the reasons why I'm a medic as opposed to um, a surgeon mm-hmm. is that I like my patients awake and talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I find surgery incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I knew I had to learn this new skill of the music industry, the music business, mm-hmm. um, I worked with so many um, coaches. I was opportune to be able to invest in myself, invest in the business. Mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of knowledge that I knew that other people didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was ahead of some people mm-hmm. in terms of, okay, I had already started to release music. I had already done a crowdfunding campaign. I had done things that I knew other people didn't. So I just figured, okay, I am going to help other artists along mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people that are behind me or need a little bit of a helping hand in figuring out the different mm-hmm. things that I have figured out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And many people get stuck by fear, fear of failure, mm-hmm. all of these, um, I'm going to call them excuses because mm-hmm. you can walk around them. Mm-hmm. You can overcome these things. I mean, I did. <laughs> so you can. Um, you just need to ask yourself, how? How can I do this? How? Mm-hmm. First of all, you need to be willing to learn. You need to be teachable and you need to want it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of options. I have a um, a client who mm-hmm. I worked with and her music business is around, well, it's I'm thinking about I should call it music business because she's not started to monetize yet. Mm-hmm. But what she has done over the years, mm-hmm. and I'm talking of many years, is put music to Bible scriptures, to Bible verses. Okay. She has a YouTube channel that she has grown organically. Mm-hmm. It's, gosh, maybe over 500 videos. Mm-hmm. She's grown. She keeps... People just keep subscribing, you know? It, I find it amazing that mm-hmm. someone have this really rough um, videos of just singing to Bible verses mm-hmm. and people want it, mm-hmm. you know, um, but she's not getting any money out of it. Mm-hmm. So we are working on options of how you can monetize. And I said, you know what, Karen, you need to be able to help people recognize the value in what you are doing. Mm-hmm. For example, um, you, this is a fun way of helping people know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. There are families who want to bring up their children um, in a Christian way, but in a fun way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it doesn't seem boring, so they can actually enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know. Your audience, your mm-hmm. clients could mm-hmm. be parents 
who want to teach their children how to study the scriptures in mm -hmm. a fun way. You know, you could say, hey, I can create um, some sort of study guide, right, mm -hmm. where um, you do a short devotional around some key verses. Those verses, though, will be mm -hmm. ones that you've put to music. Mm -hmm. You know, so these kids could be listening to these things in the car, um, but then several times a week, they're able to sit with their parents and go through the devotionals. But can you imagine listening to the Bible in music? Mm -hmm. It's going to stick. So there's something amazing about music. It's sticky. <laughs> you know, yeah. all of those melodies that you heard and you can't get out of your head. You, you just, you're like, what is this music? It, it just keeps going on and on in your head. Yeah. Imagine if you could put that to something that you really wanted to learn. If it's the Bible, it could be courses, you know, mm -hmm. in our studies, whatever. If you're taking an exam, sometimes putting rhythm to something you're trying to learn helps you learn it. So imagine how you can incorporate that to helping families have fun ways to engage with the Bible. So we're coming up with different strategies. She can create a subscription where mm -hmm. she, on her website, classes um, or divides it into different themes, mm -hmm. makes some devotionals, puts the, um, the songs, and then people just pay monthly to access all of these. Mm -hmm. And then we even, we're even thinking about other ways to monetize. Apart from a subscription, you can create something more um, voluminous around a theme. So maybe a study on faith. Mm -hmm. or study on healing, you have a list of um, verses along with music. Yes. And people literally just dive into a study on the theme of faith or, or the theme of healing. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways that you can monetize your music. Mm -hmm. um, another lady, one of my other clients, she, um, she so she's quite elderly now you know mm -hmm. she is a grandma homeschooled her kids they're both um her kids are grown are both in ministry and I'm like do you know how unique that is the fact that you've been able to homeschool your kids um and they've turned out great they're in mm -hmm. their ministry they're they just welcomed their first grandchild mm -hmm. um, and she also has been on some interviews where she talked about her marriage mm -hmm. I was like well you can monetize your life's skill. I don't know of how many people actually go to school to learn how to homeschool. Like my yeah. experience during the pandemic of having to try to teach my kids. Mm -hmm. I yeah, mean, I someone it. shoot me now. Like <laughs> yeah. I had no patience whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it taught me a huge level of respect for teachers. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you homeschooled your kids well, some people might want to do this. They might want to learn, how do I, how do I actually do that? Um, mm -hmm. She's been on some interviews where she talked about her marriage, you know, how they stay together, how they stay strong. I'm like, you, you can monetize that as well. So you could have, you mm -hmm. could create some sort of course around homeschooling. Or how about monetizing your experience around marriage and just, and just mentoring couples? You could have um, a 
maybe a six-week masterclass. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Some sort of six-week experience around making your marriage work. Call Mm -hmm. it whatever you want to do. Um, I'm really into finding the right names for your offers so people hear it and they're like oh i want that i want that mm-hmm. what's that about you know um but then you meet with them once a week and you you go through some sort of program different mm-hmm. topics around making your marriage work what are the pain points what are the 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 most common things that causes a marriage to struggle mm-hmm. you focus on one theme per week talk about how you experience that in your marriage Mm -hmm. and talk about how they can you know navigate it week one done maybe two hours on a thursday night Mm -hmm. it could be in person it could be virtual you know Mm -hmm. week two move to another theme you have six weeks of that and you plan to do that every quarter Mm -hmm. so you're essentially the, the rest of the time, you are promoting it. Mm-hmm. Next quarter, you have it again. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you, these are just different ways. But also, um, you can also grow your community this way. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and the fact that you're releasing music and you are growing an audience, you always get an influx of new people into your world through the music you're releasing and new people that will want to learn from you mm-hmm. so you monetize your audience that way yeah um they're also thinking about um starting a podcast around marriage i'm like this is amazing you know so mm-hmm. this is exactly. these are ideas that literally came up as they went through my program you know mm-hmm. um and we just explored different people's experiences different people's skills and talked about different ways they can monetize Exactly. So I love that. You gave you a lot of great examples. I think sometimes, you know, people creatively, you know, think inside the box and they're so programmed to traditional ways of things being done in the past that I'm like, you know, the internet changed all that stuff. And that was, I like, I grew up with the internet. So in sixth grade or whatever, we was on the internet and, you know, that's when it was AOL and all that stuff and dial up. So, you know, it shows my age a little bit. Um, but you know, I tell people, you know, age is nothing but a number. Um, because <laughs> like you said, we have to go out there and pursue our dreams, and I see yeah. people changing industries and stuff. So you uh gave us some examples. Uh give us an example of like you know, one of your success stories of your client. Yes, yeah, so I have um a I think she was my first client now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um she but uh a program with me at my, I think it was my second crowdfunding project. So mm-hmm. we were together in Dublin because um, I lived in Dublin for a while before I moved to Derby, UK. Mm-hmm. And I remember helping her with her first album launch. So she had recorded an album, her first album, and she was having a launch party. Um, so she put together a group of singers. We learned some of her songs mm-hmm. and we sang her songs at the events and people bought the CDs and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a period where there was not really much happening. She couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how to grow her audience. She couldn't figure out how to monetize. Mm-hmm. So when I moved to Derby and then felt mm-hmm. 
hold to do this professionally. She all of a sudden started to see posts from me about what I was doing. You know, she started to see music. And she was like, oh, my goodness. And she got in contact with me and said, Abby, what is going on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, well, this is happening. You know, I'm, I'm beginning to do this for real. Um, and I was having a crowdfunding um, campaign. So I put together a set of coaching sessions. And I sold like, ooh, I don't know, 10 coaching sessions. Um, and she bought it. Mm -hmm. And I started to just take her through all of the things that I hadn't learned. And you know, when you, when you hear of an ideal client, this mm -hmm. is literally an ideal, because she literally walked the pathway. I was like, first of all, you need to grow your audience, grow your community, have a crowdfunding campaign saying, guys, I am um, beginning to work on music um, and to release music around this. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm having a crowdfunding campaign this month. I'm starting next week. And it's because um, I am writing and releasing an album this year on mental health mm -hmm. um, and mental health for teenagers because mm -hmm. I'm a pediatrician. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, I've just been seeing a lot of teens and children come through the hospital struggling with mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm tired of it. I want to be able to do more mm -hmm. about it and if possible, help to prevent it. If possible, help to reduce the amount of people needing medical help. So I'm mm -hmm. creating a resource mm -hmm. on how we can teach skills to teenagers around mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm talking about things like journaling, Mm -hmm. um writing and mm -hmm. it's funny you can, you can monetize you can write and monetize like that's what we do as artists we write music but mm -hmm. we monetize it but there are poets out there they literally just wrote down something mm -hmm. and, and people are buying it you know so just imagine if you were able to process your feelings mm -hmm. by writing and then imagine if you're able to actually earn money with that like that's a mm -hmm. no-brainer you know? Yeah. but imagine if you're teaching teenagers that these things are possible and i even have a journal that mm -hmm. i that i sell it, it prompts you on writing things around what you are going through mm -hmm. and i call it the clarity journal because you can start journaling feeling distraught feeling stressed feeling angry mm -hmm navigate those feelings and come out feeling completely better on the other side feeling motivated feeling better feeling clear you know what i mean so mm -hmm. so um i'm creating this resource and i'm like mm -hmm. guys this is my project for the year can you give towards it because i need funds to promote it mm -hmm. i need funds to release the music i go out on social media. I go out into the different communities I'm a part of. I get people involved. Mm -hmm. I offer them things of value. So they're not just giving, but they're mm -hmm. also getting value back. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then by the time they give, mm -hmm. when your music comes out, mm -hmm. you have an audience waiting to, to mm -hmm. listen to your music, to stream it because they gave to it. Mm -hmm. So I, I went through this with her and put her in contact with a crowdfunding um, um, 
master, <laughs> professional, California uh, mm-hmm. expert who has a website who's yeah. raised about a million for artists. Yeah. Um, had our own crowdfunding campaign. Then I said, you need to start to um, nurture your audience. You need to find a way to let people know what you're about. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. How can you help your audience? How can you mm-hmm. keep them um, awake and alert? <laughs> Knowing that exactly. you're working on music, you you know, so and then so you can also monetize them when you're ready to. Mm-hmm. So every week she goes live. Um, and she talks about maybe a scripture that has blessed her every mm-hmm. week. She's beginning to build her audience. She's building her email list. I helped her um, set up her email list with a um, welcome series, mm-hmm. right? Um, so everyone that pre-saves her music mm-hmm. has the option of joining her email list and getting an immediate download of the song as a way to incentivize them. Mm-hmm. So she's her email list that way she also is growing a whatsapp group and every time she does these videos she posts them everywhere so there's a youtube channel there's social media there's a whatsapp group and she's not showing her audience that way and she's mm-hmm. growing her audience that way and she's mm-hmm. also um raised the funds to do all of this by having a crowdfunding campaign so mm-hmm. you know this is someone who literally followed the pathway mm-hmm. and this is the difference between someone who's motivated and someone who's not. I've had other clients who bought a package, didn't bother to show up for all of their mm-hmm. <laughs> all of their sessions, um, maybe came or are still dragging their feet about actually putting mm-hmm. to work what they're learning. Yeah. And compared to this person who is highly motivated, she wants it. She went for it. She had a crowdfunding campaign. She released the album. Mm-hmm. She's, you know nurturing her audience, mm-hmm. growing her audience. She's doing everything and she is, she's doing well. Mm-hmm. She's doing amazing, you know, and we keep learning new strategies. Okay. What's the latest strategies on monetizing or promoting your music? Um, and I send her to people who have worked with that mm-hmm. was able to, to do a playlist campaign, mm-hmm. you know, and said, this guy does a really good job. He's a bit pricey, but it's worth it. <laughs> you yeah. know? But that's the thing, you know, as long as you get those results. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there are people who, you know, are hungry and, and the, the, the tricky thing is it takes a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, my journey has been over, well, brand 2024. Now I started end of 2020, mm-hmm. you know, and I've gotten to where I am and I am highly, should I say ambitious because I, I, I do a lot. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's path is different and it can take a while for you for your head to get around the fact that you need to learn how to go live but some people mm-hmm. even struggle with that you know mm-hmm. but what can you do just start somewhere mm-hmm. what can you what's the one thing you can start doing now in your music business to move it forward mm-hmm. you know um it might take you six months to actually grow the courage to have a crowdfunding campaign mm-hmm. and to ask people for money. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But you need to do it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to start before you're ready. Exactly. <laughs> you know? um, so there are definitely people who are doing it and are seeing amazing results. And, and Bola, my client, is just one of them. That's what's up. I love it. I, lo- I love when people, you know what I'm saying, like yourself, are out there pushing individuals to pursue their passion because 
Yeah, it's an exchange of money, but at the end of the day, like I, uh, I have a mentee that I have. I've been mentoring her since I think February or March of 2023, and she's going down the same road that I went down, building a platform, working with artists, independent artists. I bring her into different projects. I put her in a commercial that I did the other day. She loved it. She's actually been in multiple commercials. And the the highest compliment that she gave me the other day, and she didn't realize she gave me the compliment, was when she said, I don't even think the same. Like, I think differently now. And I was yeah. like, yes, you're supposed to. Yeah. And you think, like, she comes to me weekly, every Friday, and then sometimes we've done stuff uh, multiple times in a week. Um, but she loves it. Um, everything I'm doing for her, and I put it in contact with other people like you've been doing, and like, you know, I tell people like besides doing a podcast and all that stuff and what it has allowed me to do is it allows me to connect people to one another because mm -hmm. I think there's a disconnect there. Um, people trust my word. They trust my judgment. And I put them in contact with people that I feel will help enhance them. Now, what they do with that is on them. Yeah. But as long as I make the connection, make the introduction, because there's a lot of introverts out there. Um, they don't know how to go out and just talk to people, but because I do this so effortlessly, <laughs> like I'll walk, to, I'll walk up to a stranger and start talking to him. Hey, how you doing? You know, blah, 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 blah. You know, and just have this kind of candid conversation. Yeah. Um, but that's always been a part of me. It comes easy. And I did an interview uh, yesterday with a gentleman and that's like one of the, you know, the gifts that I have. Um, so, you know, of course, when you intertwine your gifts, which skill set and your experience, you have this, uh, this high value thing um, that you present to people and that's what you get paid off of. So I mm -hmm. love when people like yourself do that for others. It's, it's just so rewarding in itself to see somebody be able to go out there and achieve something that they thought wasn't possible. Yes. So I love it. Mm -hmm. um, I did want to get into, I have a couple of questions, a couple more questions for you and I'll let you go. Cause I know, you know what I'm saying? You got to tend to the kids and all that. And I, I could talk to you all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but what is uh one thing if you had the power what what is one thing you would change about the music industry i would change how people view music okay i think as artists it's our job to educate people <laughs> mm -hmm. um, because some people don't even realize that we don't get paid for the music we put on. Mm -hmm. um, they, they see the movie stars or the, the, you know, big signed artists to big labels. They see all of the, you know, mm -hmm. that <laughs> accolade and the lights, you know, and they think that's it for everyone. They think surely we must be getting something out of our music and are completely shocked when they realize that we're not. Mm -hmm. um, but also the power that people can experience through music, how music has saved some people's lives, mm -hmm. literally seen them through dark times of their lives. Um, and helping people realize that actually there's a lot of value in our music. The fact that you get to listen to it for free does not mean 
it's not free. Mm. We we just pay. <laughs> it's mm. part of we are paying mm. to release the music that is it's doing so much good. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then people, you know, just people recognizing that value so they can support the artists around them. Mm-hmm. You know, when the opportunity comes to actually buy the CD, buy the mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. they're actually then supporting um i wish there was a way to communicate the value in this more clearly so people are more aware yeah every time i have some sort of concert <laughs> mm-hmm. i feel like i have to do some education because people just don't know mm-hmm. they don't realize yeah no yeah, i definitely understand that now the uh the book is that the book you've been talking about pursue your passion that's behind you Yes, that's it. When you released that, there was your first book? Yes. Well, yeah, I've written like two journals. So, mm-hmm. but this is my first book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you released the book, did you have a certain level of expectations or did you just wanted it to do what it did organically or do what it's doing since you released it in December? Um. So my expectation is just that it helps people realize that they can do more with their lives. Now, it literally mm-hmm. came out last week. So, oh, oh wow. So it's new, new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had my launch <laughs> concert last Friday. Okay. <laughs> so it literally came out what, five or six days ago. Oh, wow. um, I'm still in the early stages of promoting it. So I'm going on several. Did, you, uh, did you happen to get the film it or anything so you can use it as like promotional material or? Tell me again. Did, did you I happen do what? to film your launch uh, concert? Yes, I did. And okay. I actually had had the launch concert. It was here in this room. I just printed mm-hmm. it up, put some lights open. Um, but I also merged it with like a planning session for the year. Okay. So while, while I sang, I got them to, we, we first of all shared wins about our year. Mm-hmm. And then we went into some period of reflection where, as I sang, I got them to journal and dream about what they would like 2024 to be like for them. Mm-hmm. And we went to writing goals down while I sang some other songs. And then we got to breaking it down into mini goals while I wrote mm-hmm. some other songs. Mm-hmm. There was a game. I read some pages out of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was actually quite fun. Yeah, but I have the replay available. That's what's up. Baby, I'm uh I'm gonna let you get back to it. I've been thoroughly enjoyed this conversation that we've had. Um, much success to you, and I hope your book does well. And for everybody out there, uh, where would you like to be them to be directed if they need some coaching sessions, they want to go listen to music, whatever the case may be, they want to purchase the book. So I'm gonna put the link to buy the book. Um in our communication so you can put it up with your description of the podcast um i also have a um course a mini mm-hmm. course for artists that's that's free mm-hmm. it's called monetize your music in three days okay so people can get access to that um just so they start learning ways to monetize their music um but then i also have a link to book a call with me if they want to just talk about ways that I can also help them to monetize their music. 
All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, y'all make sure y'all go out there and y'all support uh, Abby Ogini. Yes. <laughs> See, I said it. I See, I got it. Yay! <laughs> well I, I got done. it right. Y'all make sure you hit up the website. Any consultation, all the artists out there, monetize your music in three days. I'm like, come on. And it's for free. Y'all make sure y'all get with the course. Um, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. Keep doing what you've been doing. And I would love to like have you back on later on to see how far you've been able to progress. Thank you so much, Andreas. This has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you.